Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face, they basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reach my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section. You can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. If you want to hear more shows on a weekly basis, go to theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the join button and become a member because members get access to bonus shows every Thursday except for this week and also access to the overtime shows like today's show is an overtime show and you get access to the Tuesday shows like this show that are ad-free listening. So if you want more of the Confessionals podcast on a weekly basis and access to all the previous membership content and all the future membership content, you want to go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member. Friends, listen, Prepare with the Confessionals is a real thing. Preparewiththeconfessionals.com is a very real thing. And you need to be making sure that you're taking advantage of that because the trucking industry is 80,000 drivers short right now. If certain things happen in the next few months, they're projecting the trucking industry alone is going to drop by 30% of its availability with drivers. We're having shortages right now in stores, grocery stores, Walmarts, online stores. Nobody knows when they're going to get things. They order stuff and it's on back order because nobody knows when it's going to get stocked on the shelves again. This is a real problem we're going through. You thought toilet paper was bad last year. You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. Make sure you and your family are prepared when it comes to the food front and survival gear at preparewiththeconfessionals.com. There you can get yourself emergency supply food that will last for 25 years on the shelf and survival gear. So you're going to be good on all fronts. Make sure you go there, prepare with the before it's too late, because right now we're in the middle of some serious shortages. And if certain things blow a certain way, it's going to get a lot, lot worse. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just being serious and honest with you. And I'm not telling you to do something that I haven't been doing for myself for many years. So make sure you take care of yourself and your families at prepare with the 
Com. All right, friends, listen, Legion of Legends is on Instagram. That's right. Legion of Legends is on Instagram. Go ahead and give us a follow. Legion underscore of underscore legends right there on Instagram. Give us a follow because that's where we're going to post all our Legion of Legends content moving forward. I'm excited about it, friends. Documentary is almost done. And then we're going to start working on scheduling as to when we can premiere it and all that stuff. But it is going to be awesome. It's coming right around the corner. Please go ahead, follow Legion of Legends on Instagram. And friends, let me tell you a little story real quick before we get into the show, okay? I had a dream that came true. You see, when I started podcasting, I started fantasizing about being one of those guys on the Discovery Channel in documentaries that narrates uh, the whole thing, kind of draws the storyline out for everybody as to what's going on with what you're watching. Well, guess what? This year, I had a chance to be the narrator for a documentary coming out called Who Saw the Men in Black? That's called Who Saw the Men in Black? I was asked to be the narrator for that by Darcy Weir. Now, Darcy Weir was on the show before. We talked about crop circles. He reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be involved. I said, absolutely. And I did it. And it's out right now. It's available right now. If you look in the description of this episode, you'll see the links for who saw the men in black. It's available right now on Amazon Prime for your purchase. Go ahead and check it out. I'm very excited about this. I hopefully can do this again sometime, whether it's through Darcy or other people. I absolutely love doing the whole voice acting thing. And it was a lot of fun. So go ahead and check it out. Who saw the men in black on Amazon prime? It's featuring Richard Doty, Richard Dolan, Tony Merkel, Dan Aykroyd, lots of cool people. Even Art Bell is making an appearance on this thing. So friends, go ahead, check it out. Who saw the men in black featuring Tony Merkel. Okay, let's get into this week's show. We have Garrick King coming on the show today. This is somebody I've been wanting to have on the show for a long time. We did the interview months ago, but with some of the numbers he talked about, I had to release it on November 11th. Okay, I just had to. All right, 11-11 is today. And he talks about how he started seeing these numbers pop up in his life. 333 was first, then 11-11 was next. And he started feeling like, He needed to look into it. And the more he looked into it, the deeper it got to the point now that Garrick believes that through these numbers, he's found out that we do live in a matrix. We do live in a simulation. And he believes that the simulation is going to reset itself within our lifetime. And he talks about it all on this week's show. But wait, there's more. You see, after we recorded this, Garrick told me that he had more information that he found. He has specific dates in mind, and he knows who Bob is. Who's Bob? I don't know who Bob is. He didn't know who Bob was when we were doing the interview, but now he knows who Bob is, and we're going to release that information tonight on the YouTube channel at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right there on the Confessionals YouTube channel. Make sure you go hit subscribe, hit the alarm bell button so you are not missing this live tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right there on YouTube where Garrett comes on live with me and he drops more information that he didn't drop on this episode because he didn't have it at the time when we recorded it. We're going to drop it all tonight on YouTube at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we'll probably open up the phone lines as well so people can call in and ask questions and contribute to the conversation. It was a fantastic time talking to Garrick for this episode. I know you guys are going to be mind blown. And tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, your minds, whatever's left of your minds is going to get blown and you're going to go to work tomorrow as zombies because you have nothing left of your brains. I promise you. And we're also going to have Alika, the show 
artist on t- tonight, actually, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the YouTube channel because Alika started seeing these numbers in his life as well. And he has a story about the show art that directly relates to Garrick's YouTube channel. That's right. Garrick has a YouTube channel. You need to go subscribe to it right now. It's 1111 Matrix Code. That's 1111 Matrix Code. Subscribe to his YouTube channel because that's where he's going to be dropping all his mind-blowing information moving forward right there on his YouTube channel. I'm telling you, friends, this show is going to blow your mind the longer you listen to it. It's almost a two-hour conversation. The longer we go, the deeper it gets, and Garrick's going to blow your minds today, and if you subscribe to his YouTube channel, 1111MatrixCode, he's going to continue to blow your mind every time he uploads a video. I promise you that. Go ahead, check him out on YouTube, and make sure you're ready to have your minds blown tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Confessionals YouTube channel. Now let's get to Garrick King and his Germantria breakdown of numbers and how it all relates to the world pretty much coming to an end with the simulation reset. Let's go. All right, today we got Garrick King on the show. Garrick, I didn't ask you if I could say your last name, so hopefully that's okay. Uh, It's going to come up in the show anyway, so it's perfectly okay. Okay. So, uh, Garrick, let's tell the audience of how this came about. So, not too long ago, I don't remember what episode it was, but uh, I had talked about you on on one of my episodes I released where, you know, somebody sent me your profile on Instagram to check out. And, uh, you, you take, uh, how would you just, what would you describe you doing on Instagram? It's, uh, it's, it essentially it's called scrying. It's taking a a liquid such as water. I actually use coffee just because it has a, a greater contrast and I just pour it into a bowl and you, you move the bowl around, you just agitate the liquid and you shoot video at the same time. And you ask spirits to come through and, and reveal themselves. And they will certainly do it. Yeah. And and so, you know, people send me a bunch of different stuff. And the convenient thing there was it was an IG account and they sent it to me on DM. So I just clicked the link and put me right there. And I started looking through it and I was like, holy crap, you know? <laughs> I mean, so pe- people, and you mentioned this when we were talking People will say things like, you know, oh, it's pareidolia. Uh, and and believe me, as somebody who gets a lot of things sent my way, uh, pareidolia is a real thing in these kind of communities and stuff. I mean, especially with the topics of Bigfoot, Dogman, uh, people take pictures of things and there's like a shadow and it looks like something and, you know, their mind wants it to look like something. So they just kind of jump to conclusions. Uh, uh, tons of different reasons, right? What you're doing... Brother, it it ain't in my book. It ain't pareidolia. Uh, I personally wouldn't be doing it, but I don't care (laughs) if you're doing it, and I'll definitely talk to you about it. (laughs) But um, you're you're getting things coming through in in this liquid, and you you get it on video pictures, and you put you post the befores and afters. So you do some coloring to help draw it out. You do some contrast changes to draw it out for people, but 
it's not like you're still squinting to see it. Like you're like, oh, there's something there. And some of the stuff, you know, I look at them like, oh yeah, I can see that. And then other things are like, holy crap, if I ha- had hair, I wouldn't have it anymore. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's crazy. And um, so I, I I looked at that and I was really interested in it, but you know, I'm, I'm constantly moving. And so I, I, I move away from it and I forget your your account name. I can't remember who sent it to me, where they even sent it to me. It was on Instagram, but I didn't remember. And let alone going through all the messages on Instagram to f- try finding it. I, I don't got time for it. And so I'm talking about it on a show. I mentioned it. And I think I even said on that show, if somebody knows who I'm talking about, tell them to reach out to me or something like that. And uh, you contacted me like the next day. And you're like, I was listening to your show and I, I think you're talking about me. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I was. And I, I couldn't believe you actually listened to the show too. And I was like, man, what a either small world or however you want to describe it, maybe coincidental or maybe not so coincidental, especially with what we're going to get into. Uh, but I was really glad you reached out. And I want and initially, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. And I find out that not only do you do the scrying on Instagram, but you have experience uh, with reverse speech. And instead of me describing it, why don't you describe to people what you do as far as reverse speech, how that works, briefly at least. Uh, reverse speech is is essentially just taking a recording of someone talking and playing it backwards. And you will find about every 30 seconds or so not always super clear. I mean, sometimes there's, you know, I grade them like A, B, C, D, but a lot of times you'll have like a grade A reversal. And this is a phrase that is being said backwards. And it's believed that is it is the voice of your subconscious mind. So where you might be telling a lie forward, it may come through in reverse, indicating that yes, indeed, you are telling a lie. Right. And so, um, I've known about reverse speech for a long time, and uh, one of the first people I, I heard talk about it was on Clyde Lewis' show. I can't remember his name, but I know you. Know, we were talking about it the other day. He's in Australia right now. What's Yep, David John Oates. He's the one who actually right. discovered reverse speech. That's right. And so uh, I heard it on his show, and, and I'm driving my truck, and I'm thinking to myself, all right. So what, because in, in, in my head, I'm like, okay, so what are the odds, you know? And, you know, I, I like, I don't want to say I try to debunk, but I just, I, I have a, a skeptical mindset when it comes to learning new things like that, you know, even with what we're going to get into on this segment with the Gematria, I'm just like, okay, so how, you know, how likely is this number to hop up and things like that. But with the reverse speech technology, the more I started listening to it, and the more I started thinking, they're saying this forwards. And then when you play that section backwards, they say the opposite or they'll say things like I'm lying or something like that. It, it's like, OK, maybe there is something to this. And uh, and 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 he actually is in Australia because there was something happened to him, right, that he actually left the country. Yes, he was uh, basically told uh, in so many words to to leave. Um, it was it was a threat. In fact, when he started doing his lectures uh, here, when he was still here, he started wearing a bulletproof vest. Uh, that's how concerned he was. Uh, but he even trained the CIA. I believe you know he said that it was like for about seven days a week, and then when he came in the following week, he was essentially told that his services were no longer needed. So he trains the CIA on on this new little tool, and then they're like, "Okay, you're bye bye, go away, yeah, bye bye." We got what we wanted, and 
See ya. Yeah. Well, that that's. I wish that wasn't so common, but it's a common thing, you know? Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, so what you're saying, though, is he was pretty much forced out of the country by who, though? You said they. It was one of the three-letter agencies. So either gotcha. the FBI, the CIA, he just said it was a couple of a couple of guys showed up in suits and basically just said, you need to leave. You know, any of those three-letter agencies, though, I mean, we, we know they're very trustworthy. So I, I'm, I'm not sure if I can <laughs> I can trust his, his word versus theirs. I mean, they are... Very legit and trustworthy. I, I really respect them a lot. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But uh, <laughs> just, you don't want him to show up at your house. Well, you know, Liz, I, you and I were talking off air the other day. I'm, I'm about to embark on a journey in a few weeks here that um, I'm just going to say, if you're listening to this, because we, I know when this is going to this show is going to air. If you're listening to this, then I'm okay. Uh, for now, at least, you know, as of this airing. Uh, but if the show ever stops being produced and this never makes it makes the air, something went sideways. So <laughs> uh, I'm talking code for a reason. Garrick, you know what the reason is and you know exactly why I'm talking code. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, so th- this show is actually going to air on 11.11. And uh, it's going to be that that's a Thursday. So we're doing a swap that week. So the member show will be on um, Tuesday and then the public show will be on Thursday with the overtime segment that we're going to do with the reverse speech. And the reason why we're doing the swap there is because of the date. Eleven eleven is a number that we're going to be uh, exploring a lot today. And uh, speaking of member show that week or this week, however you. Well, I guess the people listening to this right now would already heard the member show. Um, you're going to be on there again, and you're going to be talking about uh, your IG. We're going to cover the IG for the members there and get in some depth with that. But we feel we both feel like I think you know it's very important to get this uh, th- this numerology out to the people, and so I- I'm excited about it. And uh, if you can, before we go any further, we've talked a lot here already. Can you just let people know where to find you on Instagram at least? On Instagram, I'm at I period T period C period underscore photography. And that stands for instrumental transcommunication. See, and, and you wonder why I couldn't remember your your handle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I tried to make it simpler, but somebody else already had what I wanted. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna make it harder. Yeah, just make it your name, bro. <laughs> but uh, no, so people need to check that out. I, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Uh, I period T period C period underscore photography. Uh, if they look for your name, Garrick King, I'm sure they can find you too. They'll find my my other Instagram, which oh, okay. is just like where I just post regular pictures. Like I do 360 photography and stuff like that. I put a lot of stuff on there. That's just kind of my my personal Instagram. Perfect. Sounds good. Anyways, people need to look them up. Now, we just recorded 10 minutes. I think we gave them a solid background as to how the show came together, what you're about, what you do. And let's jump into this first segment. I want to let the audience know, remind them that uh, this is the first segment. And then we're going to do an overtime segment where we talk about the the reverse speech technology that you use to draw things out from politicians and things like that. And then we're going to move into uh, the photography that you do for the members. So uh, the way the people are listening to it this week is in reverse of what I just said. But 
it's worth it in the end, I promise. So, uh, Garrick, I'm going to hand it over to you. How did okay. you get involved involved in this whole uh, numerology, gematria stuff? And what are like what what has been this path that you've you've been on? And uh, what are you here to talk to us about today with the specific numbers and things like that? I'm just going to hand it over to you and take it away. And I'm going to learn. I'm going to be educated. I'm going to be entertained as well as the audience. Okay. Well, you know most of this because we talked about it the other day, but for your audience, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of do a brief history. Um, It all started in 2009 when, and it was in January of 2009, I just started waking up at 3.33 every single night. Now, the first night it happened, I mean, obviously I didn't think anything about it. I just looked at the clock and that just happened to be the time. But the next night it happened. And I was like, okay, it's a little weird. And then the third night and the fourth night and the fifth night, it just kept going. It actually happened from January through November, nonstop, every single night. I asked my roommates, I had roommates at the time. I said, are you guys getting up at this time of the night? Are you guys getting text messages coming in? Is there something going on in the house that at this time that's waking me up? So you know, they said that they weren't waking up. They didn't have any text messages coming in, no alarms going off. So I actually set my alarm one night for 3.15 just so I could be awake, just to listen. You know, I didn't know if maybe a neighbor was coming home. I mean, there just, in my mind, there had to be something in the house that was waking me up. So set the alarm, got up, patiently waited. And when 3.33 rolled around, the house was dead silent. And I was like, okay, this is weird. So, but then it wouldn't even matter if I wasn't even at my house, if I was at someone else's house, at my folks, whatever, I would wake up at 3.33 in the morning. So I knew it wasn't something in the house I was living in. It was just something that was happening to me, period. So, and again, this went from January to November. Um, When it stopped... It was very weird the way it stopped. I actually had a dream that my father, who's deceased, he died two years prior, uh, came to visit me. And he literally, (laughs) in my dream, he came out of my closet. And I looked at him and I said, what are you doing here? And before he could answer, I woke up and it was 7.15 in the morning. I had actually slept through the entire night. So, and then from that point, I mean... I never once woke up at 3.33 in the morning after that. Now, fast forward to 2014. um, I went to bed one night about 10.30. I was doing some reading on my Kindle. I read for probably 15, 20 minutes and started getting tired. So I set it on on the nightstand next to the bed and closed my eyes. And I was in that sort of half awake, half asleep state. Um, I was still aware of all the sounds in the room. I could hear the dog snoring. I could hear the fan blowing, the AC, all of that stuff. So I wasn't completely asleep. And it was as if someone had turned a tremendously bright spotlight on right in front of my face. Because it was just this brilliant white light. And the odd thing is, instead of opening my eyes, you know, to see what it was, I I laid there trying to rationalize what it was. I thought to myself, okay, maybe someone pulled in down, you know, 
uh, in the parking lot and then their, their headlights are shining through the window. But that would have been impossible because we were on the second floor. Uh, then my mind went to, you know, holy crap, someone's broken in. They're shining a flashlight in my face. But then I thought, okay, well, why aren't the dogs reacting? I mean, all this was going through my mind without even opening my eyes. I was just trying to rationalize where this light was coming from. So, you know, after I, you know, went through all of that, I, I opened my eyes and it was just like, I mean, just like a, a, a flash. It's like bright white light and then open my eyes and the room's pitch black. There's nothing there. And I just happened to glance over at the clock and it was 11.11. And of course, you know, I didn't think anything about the time, but it just, it was, I don't know, it was so weird. It was as if it was designed to happen that way. So the next day I went to work, I was talking to a coworker. I didn't mention anything um, about the time until, you know, a little later because it just wasn't that important to me. What was important was this white light. And my coworker said, it sounds to me like someone was trying to come visit you. And I just tried to make a joke. I was like, well, if they are, they need to come during normal business hours, not in the middle of the night when I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so we you know, talked about it. And then I went back to my cubicle, was sitting there working. And a couple hours later or so, I started getting hungry. And I thought, you know, maybe it's close to lunchtime. I look up at the time uh, in the corner of the computer. It was 11.11. And I had a brief thought in my head of this crap better not be starting again. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was just two times in a row. So I was like, okay. Well, lo and behold, I have been seeing this number consistently since 2014. It shows up on receipts. It shows up if I look at the time. It shows up on vehicles on the highway that, you know, they, there may be a whole string of numbers on the side of a truck, but right in the middle of it will be 1111. Um, it's just, it's consistent. Very, very consistent. So much so that I just started talking about it to like all of my coworkers. It's, you know, I keep seeing this number and they just, you know, like, okay, you know, whatever. And I'm like, you, you don't understand. It's so consistent. It's got to mean something. And it just started driving me nuts, basically, trying to figure out what it was. So I went to the internet, started looking. There's all kinds of things on the internet about it being your angel number. You know, uh, it's a sign of an awakening. It's a sign of this, it's a sign of that. And, you know, I'm just one of those people who always asks, asks the question, how do we know that? Like, where are you getting your information from? You know, if it's an angel number, great. But how do you know? So again, just really started trying to find a connection. Like, what does this number have to do with me? I, I saw on the internet that other people were seeing it too, but they didn't understand why. So the more I started digging into it, I began to find connections in my, my personal life. Very odd connections. Some that seem coincidental, but it goes beyond that. So if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and share my screen with you. Sounds good. And anybody listening right now, this uh, episode will be on YouTube upon release. Um, I don't, I'm not always the most consistent with uploading to YouTube, but this one will be released on YouTube the day of the show immediately. Okay. It says host disabled. Oh, let me, let, we had that problem before, didn't we? Yeah. Let's hope that we don't have to do it. We 
No, <laughs> hopefully we don't have to end this. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, Garrick, moving forward here with the screen share, uh, just try to remember to describe as much as you can, as well as I'm seeing it that way for people who maybe don't come to YouTube, they can at least listen and understand what you're talking about to the best they Absolutely. can. Okay. So I already mentioned the 333. I have this blacked out here for a reason. We'll come back to that in just a moment. Um, but moving on to 1111, I just want to point this out. And these addresses, I don't care if they show because I don't live at these addresses anymore. But the interesting thing with the first address is this is where I was living when I started seeing 1111. And when I started digging in and trying to find connections, I discovered that the first portion of the address, uh, so the 3260, those numbers added up to 11. I discovered that all of the numbers in the address, so the street number, the apartment number, the zip code, all of it added up to 38, and 38 reduces to 11. Like, when, hmm, when you say when you say reduces, uh, can you describe? I guess maybe like what you mean by reduces to eleven. Yeah. So, so the numbers in the address are the first portion is thirty two sixty, and then it's apartment seven A, and then the zip code is seven four one three five. So you take all of those numbers and you add them up individually. You get a total of thirty eight. You then take three and eight and add those together and you get 11. Thank you. Yeah, because that's the terminology I'm sure you're going to use again. And I've heard that with others. And even me, I was like, what do you mean by reduces? You know, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm just stupid. I'm not good with math. I don't know. No, no. Well, I, I hated math. I want, I want everyone to know that I'm not a mathematician. I hated math in school. I would have rather taken a hammer to every single one of my fingers, then get up in front of the class and do a math problem in front of everyone. So the fact that all of this is coming to me through math is interesting of itself. So, but moving on to the next address. So we moved from 3260 South Lakewood and we moved to 8111 South 77th East Avenue. So even the first portion of the address, 811 one. So you add all of that together, you get 11. When you take all of the numbers in the address, we have 8111, we have 77, 202, and 74133. You add all of those together, you get a total of 47, and 4 and 7 is 11. So I was like, hmm, this is really, really interesting. So while we were living at this address, the 8111, I received an email one time from Old Navy. It came in the middle of the summer. It came it like, it was either early in the morning or something like that. But it, it didn't come at the time that it stated in the email. And this email, the subject line from Old Navy was, it's 1111. But there was no indication as to why. It wasn't November the time you know that it was sent was not 11-11. I have no idea. And I have not shopped at Old Navy in years. So I don't even know why I was getting the email. I showed it to a coworker of mine who I've been explaining all this stuff to. And she was like, well, that's really interesting. And I sent her a screenshot. Well, <laughs> I looked at my phone after I sent it. And I, you know, I wasn't paying any attention, but I sent it to her at 11-11 that night. 
And she was like, okay, this is creepy. But then I noticed on my phone that it showed that it was the 11 of 11 attachments that I had sent her over a period of time. And at that point, she was like, okay, this is getting freaky. You need to see an exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not possessed. I just, I don't know what's going on, you know, with this. So I started digging even more. And I discovered my name, Garrett King, is 11 letters. Garrick ends in K and King begins with K and K is the 11th letter of the alphabet. So literally, when my name is spelled out, those two Ks side by side is an 11-11. It's getting trippy, man. It's getting trippy. It's going to get even trippier, dude. So digging even more. I was born September 2nd. Nine and two is 11. Now, the 1973 part, mm, this is iffy. So if you took one and nine, you would get 10. Oh, this is for the year, 1973. So if you took one and nine, you'd get 10. Seven and three, you'd get 10. If you got rid of the zeros, you'd have two ones. I don't know if I'm buying that portion of it, but the first portion, September 2nd, is 11. Not only that, September 2nd is the 245th day of the year. So two plus four plus five is 11. Wow. Yeah. So let me ask you before you move move along here with the iffy part where the nine and nine and one ten seven plus three ten, uh, and and you like you suggested taking out the zeros, you got eleven. Is that that practice that you just did there that was iffy? Do people who do nu- numerology and things like that ever do what you just did there as far as saying you know zero has no power, it's it's nothing, so we take it away to get the number we want or what? Yes, zero has no value, so it won't even come up. You'll see that here in, 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 in a second as we move along. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's not a far reach for you to do that. It's just more of a, like a neutral stance, you know, because you mm-hmm. could easily, if you were looking for a 10, you could easily say 10, perfect, you know? Uh, right. But so, well, I, and if I was to reduce that, I would actually look at it as 10 and 10 is 20 and that would reduce to two. So that's why I'm calling it iffy. Gotcha. Okay. So, Um, but moving forward, my father was born April 7th, which four and seven is 11. He died in the month of November, which is the 11th month. And my grandfather also died in November, which is the 11th month. So it was just all of these 11s just showing up, coming out of nowhere, seeing it constantly on the clock, on receipts, just Um, I even sent you a a photo of a couple of books that I had purchased off of Amazon and the shipping was $11.11. Now, what are the chances of that? Who ever heard of 11 cents as shipping? (laughs) You know, it's usually $5.99, $6.99, even $11.99. But $11.11? That just made no sense to me. Sure. So... Just back in June of this year. So you have to keep in mind, this is 12 years since 2009. This is 12 years in the making that, you know, I mean, with starting with 333, all of this is 12 years in the making. So back in June, I was just sitting here one day thinking, I think I had actually looked at the time, it was 11.11, so it got me thinking about it. And I asked 
the question just kind of in my head. I wonder if there is a any correlation between 1111 and 333. And it was as if, I don't know, it was a thought in my head. It was my thought. I didn't hear a voice. I wasn't hearing anyone speaking to me. But it now feels like that this thought was divinely sent. And the thought was, multiply those two numbers together. So I did. And the result was 369963. Now, this stood out to me for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's a palindrome, so it's the same forwards and backwards. The beginning is the end, and the end is the beginning. But not only that, Nikola Tesla is pretty well known for a quote in which he states, if you only knew the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, then you would have the key to the universe. So that's why the number stood out to me. But I was sitting there going, okay, well, what, what do I do with this? I mean, this is just a number. It doesn't tell me anything. And in fact, it's a new number on top of the other two. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's like, I hope I don't start seeing this big string of numbers all over the you know, place. But as soon as I thought that, another thought came into my head, which was now take 1111 and add it back to 369963. So I did. And the new number that I got was 371074. Again, it meant nothing to me. I didn't see any connection, even though it's staring me right in the face. I didn't see it. And again, I asked the same question. What do I do with this number? It wasn't until the day after that another random thought popped into my head. And that thought was add 369963 back to that new number and to every new number that you get. So I started doing that. In fact, I created a spreadsheet here. And I went a little crazy with it. I took this number all the way up to 18 billion. So... <laughs> this gets a little interesting here. So I first of all started taking just the numbers. So starting with the first number, I took 371074 and add those together. I got 22. And then two and two added together becomes four. So I started reducing those numbers down. So I took 371074, I moved it over to the side, and then I added 369963 back to it, got a new number, and that new number is 741037. Now, if you don't see the connection here, the first two numbers, 37, are the last two numbers of the second number. The middle numbers, 10, are the same on the second number. Wow. Seven, four. So the last numbers are the first numbers in the second number. I, I didn't see that till you pointed it out. Yeah. Wow. So technically, and this is going to come into play here in just a moment, the beginning is the end and the end is the beginning. So then when I took the second number, seven, four, 
1037 and added 369963 to it, well, lo and behold, we get 1111000. So 1111 already at the very beginning. And then the next number becomes 1480963. Okay. So all these numbers don't look like anything necessarily. But when you start to reduce them down, they all reduce to the number four. I didn't realize it. It took me, like I said, this was June, and I've started just piecing this together slowly. But four, it was giving me, it was, it was an instruction, basically. It's telling me to take the last four numbers, 1074, and then add the remaining numbers. So 37. Let me open up a calculator here so I can do this. Okay. Before you go any further though, can can you can you say that again? Because I, I I'm not following it. So so what what did it, what did it tell you? So basically what I've discovered is that it's an it's an instruction. Okay. So the fact that these reduce down to the number four, it's it's like a key. And the key is telling me to take because it's four, it's telling me to take the last four numbers, so 1074, and simply add the remaining numbers. Okay. So, so let me just show you here. So if we took 1074 and added 37, we're back to 1111. Holy crap. Holy crap. Now, before you go any further on that, the the thought process that you had here where you take the last four digits and add the first two, first two like, how did that come about? I mean, th- it was just literally a pop that uh, a thought that popped in your head. Yes, that's Unreal. why I'm saying these thoughts are coming from somewhere, somewhere else. <laughs> because I mean, I-, I hated math. I'm not a mathematician. It would not occur to me to do this sort of thing. So, with that in mind, going on to this next number, one zero three seven is the last four. Now we're going to add 74 to it. And we're back to 1111. You look at the third number. So the last four digits are 1,000. Well, if you add 111 to 1,000, you'll have 1111. Let's look at this next number. So the next number is 1480963. Well, if you look, there's a zero at the right there at the very beginning. So the first four numbers would be 0963. Well, zero has no value. So 963 plus the remaining numbers, 148, are 1111. <laughs> this is trippy. Oh. Every single number will reduce back to 1111. Now, as the number continues to grow, as I said, I took this all the way up to 18 billion. So that's that's a pretty huge number. <laughs> so as the number grows, it actually increases by one. So we'll actually get 1111 and then an additional one. But the interesting part is, is that just this right here is what led me to this key that seems to unlock this pattern. Now, you're going to start seeing there's cycles, there's patterns taking place here. Here's another interesting thing. 
So see the first number ends in four and the second one ends in seven? Yeah. I was 47 when I started figuring this this stuff out. I just turned 48 in September. And then it goes to zero. So it's like 47 just stands apart by itself. But there's another pattern going here. Uh, Look at... (laughs) Okay, I'm just... I'm I'm playing the game with you as you're talking about this. And so the next number is the one 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 zero zero zero. So zero mm-hmm. being no power. The next number ends in three. And the next number ends in six. I'm turning thirty-six next month. Whoa. And by the time wow. by the time that this show interview airs, I'll have been thirty-six. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. But but there's a bigger pattern here. So starting with the three, check this out. Three, six, nine, two, five, eight, one, four, seven, zero. And then it repeats. Three, six, nine, two, five, eight, one, four, seven, zero. Now, just to prove this, I'm going to gotta move this over so I can see my thing here. I'm gonna take this down all the way to the 18 billion that I was telling you about. And if you look at the last numbers, three, six, nine, two, five, eight, one, four, seven, zero. It repeats consistently. That's incredible. That's incredible. If it sounds familiar, it should. Because look at the calculator. Three, six, Holy nine, crap. Three, five, eight, one, four, seven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the so so people who are listening, if you look at a calculator, the bottom right hand corner has the three. And if you just go in that column up, it's three, six, nine, and then go to the bottom of the next column in the middle, two, five, eight, and then the furthest left column is one, four, seven, going from bottom to top. That's Great. All right. So how'd you find that just by looking at the calculator so much you noticed the pattern? Yeah. Just by adding this up, I just started seeing this stuff. Wow. So there's another interesting thing going on here and it's, it's given to you in the first number. So the first number starts with three, seven. Every number is going up by 37. So 37 doubled becomes 74. You add 37 to 74, you get 111. You add 37 to it, you get 148. 37 to it, you get 185. So every number at the beginning is going up by 37, but every the two numbers at the end are going down by 37. So to give you an idea here, so this number here, 963 minus 926 is 37. Wow. So again, another pattern, another repeating cycle. So as I was looking at this even more, I began to wonder what would happen if I started adding these numbers together. So if I took 371074, and added it to 741037, I get the number 1112111. One, one, one. 
if I follow the same key as I did before by taking the last four numbers and adding the remaining to this number, I get two, 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 two. So all of these numbers, just by simply adding them to the, the original numbers that were created, will create a pattern of two, 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 three, 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 four, 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 all the way to nine. And then it starts over. Again, another repeating pattern. Wow. Now, looking at these four-digit numbers here, when you start reducing these down, so 1111, I just added it to the top because it is the number we basically started out with. So four ones obviously becomes four. Uh, four twos become eight. Four threes become 12, and so on. And it's in a sequence of four. So it's four, eight, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, 32, 36, and then it starts over. With these last numbers here, when you start reducing those, so if you take 12, it reduces to three. 16 reduces to seven because six and one is seven. 20 reduces to two. 24 reduces to six and so on. So we end up with a pattern that goes four, eight, three, seven, two, six, one, five, nine. So I went to the internet, typed in just that string of numbers, and it reveals something known as the Vedic square. So these numbers are exactly the numbers going across to right here. But they're also repeated underneath it. So they're going the other direction. So they're going horizontal, but then they're also going vertical, straight in the middle. So we wind up with a symbol. Looks like the Greek, uh, actually, I think it is referred to as the Greek cross. Um, it's also a sign of the sun. So that'll come into play here shortly. Now, the Vedic square is. Nothing more than a multiplication table. So you see here how two times one is two, two times two is four, two times three is six, and so on. Well, when the numbers start going into the double digits, you reduce those down. So two times five is 10, 10 just becomes one. Two times six is 12, 12 becomes three. Two times seven is 14, 14 that's one and four is five, and so on. So it's the exact same numbers in the Vedic square. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And if you look, there is what is called the wall of nine. So every number ends in nine. So whether it's across or going vertical, it ends in nine. Nine's an important number. Nine governs all other numbers. So if you were to create a triangle with nine at the top, three in the lower right-hand corner, six in the lower left-hand corner, and then you placed one and two between nine and three, four and five between three and six, and seven and eight between six and nine, you have this nice little triangle here. 
And, and I want to just mention for people who are listening, what you just did in a triangle form is just counterclockwise, essentially. You have the nine at the top, but then the next number being one, it's just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in a triangle going counterclockwise. Just, yeah, just like a clock. So, and, that, and that's kind of interesting to say clock, and you'll see why here in just a moment. So, starting at the top, we have the number nine. So, the second row is eight and one. That's nine. Whoops. The third row, seven and two, is nine. The last row, six, five, four, and three, adds to 18. One and eight becomes nine. But you can do it even differently. So let's look at four and two right here. We'll just make a small triangle. Four and two is six. Six and three, nine. Over here, we have six and five is 11. 11 plus 7 is 18. And again, 1 and 8 is 9. Up here at the top, 9 and 1 is 10. 10 and 8 is 18. Again, 1 and 8 is 9. So 9 is the governing number. It governs all other numbers. But as I was looking at this, I was wondering about the numbers that aren't part of the 3, 6, and 9. So just the one, two, four, uh, five, seven, and eight. So if you add just those numbers together, you get 27. Two and seven is nine. If you add all of these numbers up except for nine, you get 36. And three and six is nine. If you add all of the numbers up, including nine, you get 45. And four and five is nine. So you can see how it's the governing number. Yeah. But this led me to something else. Just looking at, uh, for those who are not uh, watching, I have the nine, three, and six in red, and the other numbers are in black. So just focusing on the black numbers, one, two, four, five, seven, and eight. It led me to something called vortex math. And vortex math is where you start with one and you double it. So one becomes two, then two becomes four, four becomes eight, eight becomes 16, which when you get to the double digits, you reduce them down. So 16 actually becomes seven. And then 16 doubled is 32. That reduced is five. Jeez. 32 doubled is 64. That becomes 10. And 10 is actually one because zero has no value. So we're following a pattern of one, two, four, eight, seven, five, and then it repeats. One, two, four, eight, seven, five. Gonna open up Photoshop here. And when you follow that pattern, let me make my brush here a little larger. That'll work. So the pattern is one, two, four, eight, seven, five. So I'm just gonna draw a line. From one to two. I already freaking see it. Hold two to four, <laughs> four to eight, eight to seven, seven to five, and five back to one. The infinity you symbol. You get the infinity symbol. Now, the reason I said it was interesting that we were talking about a clock earlier, because the infinity symbol is there's another term that you could use to reference it, and it's looped time. It just creates a loop, continuous loop over and over and over. 
Now that phrase, looped time, is important. So it'll come up here in just a moment. All right, let's... Uh, okay, so I started creating all kinds of interesting stuff here. Let's jump back to the keynote here. So let's go back to 333 for just a moment. In Gematria, and this is using Jewish Gematria, nothing else, just Jewish Gematria. Let me ask you a question on that, because you did mention that to me the other day. What's the reason for you only using Jewish Gematria versus anything else? Because that's where these connections started taking place. Okay. And everything started following it into this bizarre... Uh, I don't even know what to call it. So <laughs> this it's not bizarre it, happening that is taking place. It, it's not that the other Gematria ways are illegitimate or anything. Like that. It's just you, you notice that there's a pattern with the Jewish Gematria and pertaining to you and what you've been discovering. Correct. Gotcha. The connections started happening even more. Big time. So using a... And anyone can go to the Apple App Store. I think it might be on the Google um, App Store as well. There's an app called um, Gematria Calculator. And if you download it, there's a cogwheel up in the upper right-hand corner. And if you click on it and go to Active Ciphers, turn every cipher off except for Jewish Gematria. So for those who want to play along, go for it. But the number 333 in Jewish Gematria. These phrases give us a value of 333. The tool, magic secret, speaking in code, hidden intelligence, a code to find God, angelic host, looped time, so we were just talking about the infinity symbol. Earth ends and message of end all give a value of 333. Now this will all start to come together here in just a moment. Moving on to 1111, I started finding these connections. So these phrases give us a value of 1111, the quantum number, the architect of the matrix, great ability to cipher code, hidden knowledge, most possessed number, just a dream, be aware of God, twin flame, who is Bob? We'll get to that in just a second. Oh my gosh, who is the Bob? <laughs> the interconnectedness of gematria. That's what we're talking about here. The interconnectedness of all of this. Jesus' blood. That will come into play in a moment. Remember earlier when I was saying the beginning is the end and the end is the beginning? Yeah. That phrase gives you a value of 11.11. Wow. Gematria is anagram equals great I am. Oh. So gematria is an anagram. You can get great I am from Gematria. But that phrase also gives you a value of 1111. Represent the chosen mathematician. That'll come into play in a moment. 
let us create man in our image gives the value of 1111 and only the truth. Now, remember, we took 333 and multiplied it by 1111 and we got 369963. When you break that number apart, starting with 369, the phrases or words or phrases, humans, gives us a value of 369. The math of God, a value of 369. That's what we're dealing with here is math. The base code of life, earth end near, children of light, desolation, the end of the Bible, change the paradigm. All of those give a value of 369. 963, the last portion of that number, gives us the event, end of day's prophet. Only the chosen can see. Created by prophet, the truth codex, almighty God's code reader. Let us make man in our image and the blazing star. Okay. So earlier I said, who is Bob gives a value of 1111. So that whole week when I was, when this first started coming to me, when I started having those thoughts, you know, take 333 and multiply them by 1111. I got an email to my work email address of all places. And I believe it came to my work email to ensure that I would actually see it because sometimes my personal email, I get so much junk that I'll just pass over stuff. This email was from someone named Bob. And here it is. Here's the email. The subject line and the body of the email said a note from the universe. That's all it said. So somebody named Bob emails you how long after you discovered the who is Bob in Jamashria? Well, I didn't discover that until way later. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you got this first. I got this email first. And so somebody named Bob emails you. And was there anything in the subject line or this was just in the body? The subject line is a note from the universe. And okay. the body of the email is a note from the universe. And it just says a note from the universe. That's it. Okay, continue. I just want to make sure. The reason that like, startled me is going back to 369. If you only knew the magnificence of the 369, then you would have a key to the universe. So I was like, whoa, what's going on? But also, when you take the date, the time it was sent, the year, everything, you add all those numbers together, you get 27. And two and seven equals nine. So we're back to the governing number of nine. Now, I don't know Bob. I don't know who Bob is. I have not replied to this email just on the off chance that it's some kind of phishing email. It is my work email, so I don't want to screw anything up with my job. But it's just a little too coincidental to get a, a message that says a note from the universe out of nowhere. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You still have this email? Yep. Would I be able to email it back? Uh, sure. I can send you his email address. Because I'm, I'm the kind of person that doesn't uh, throw away my computers because I don't trust people, even the trash guys. And so I got old computers that I could, I could lose if something bad happens. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll forward it to you. Sounds good. So, but with Bob, the only thing I could think of is maybe it stood for Brotherhood of Blood. 
uh, that that for some reason <laughs> I popped into my head out of nowhere. So let's see here. Let's. Um, I want to show you one other thing where we actually have a connection uh, with eleven eleven. So my name in Gematria gives a value of 256, and it pulls up the words, the rock, Keanu. Come on. UFO, which I've had several UFO experiences. A ghost. I've had many ghost experiences. Yes. (laughs) And in Tesla, for Nikola Tesla, comes up. Now, that's a tie-in back to the whole 369 number, because he's the one quoted as saying it. Now, the interesting part about The Rock is in my old job, all of my coworkers used to call me G-Rock. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Well, here's our connection. Ours and you and me? Oh. Yep. When you put G-Rock in your last name, gives a value of 150 okay. in Gematria. So there's a connection. There's a tie-in. Wait, what, what's the 150 for? That's the value. Okay. Oh, so, so Merkel, that's the value of, of Merkel and G-Rock. Well, it's the value of Merkel by itself is 150, and G-Rock is the value of 150 oh, by itself. Wow. So not together, separately. Gotcha. They both have the same value. Gotcha. Wow. So it's all about finding the connections through gematria. It's, it's, it's numerology. It, it's, um, it's almost like reading the tarot in a sense. Um, But it's about finding these connections and finding these word connections. So jumping back to the 369-963 number and just the fact of adding 1111 to it. Well, I discovered it doesn't matter what four-digit number you put into 369963, you can get the same number back. And I'll show you what I mean by that. So let me open up another calculator here. Okay. So 369963. Tony, give me any four digit number. 1023. 1023. Okay. So we're going to add that, simply add that to this 369963. So add 1023. If you look, we have 370986. Okay. So 986 plus 37, which was the first two numbers, 1023. Uh, Oh, man. All right, let's try again. Okay. Let me clear this one. Three, six, nine, nine, six, three. Okay. What's your four-digit number? So right now, Eastern time, it is 129 in the afternoon. Military time, 1329. Okay. Plus 1329. We have 1290, or it's 371292. So the last four digits is 1292. And the remaining numbers are 37. So 1292 plus 37 is 1329. Wow. Wow. And that's from the code. That's from that four 
that that the number four, when all those numbers reduced to four, it was it was telling me that this is the key to unlocking this this number, this this sequence. So it doesn't even matter. You could take three, six, nine, nine, six, three plus a thousand. You would think with all those zeros, it wouldn't, this wouldn't work. Okay. So we get three, seven, zero, nine, six, three. When you take nine, six, three plus 37, you get a thousand. Okay. Let's try, let's try one more. Okay. I'm finding this fascinating. Okay. I don't know how it's translating to audio, but I want to try one more. Okay. Uh, Let's do, let's do, keeping in mind that zero holds no power, let's do three, six, nine, zero. Okay. So three, six, nine, nine, six, three plus three, six, nine, zero. You get 3653, or sorry, 373653. So 3653 is the last four digits. So 3653 plus 37, Jeez. 3690. That's crazy. That's crazy. And it's every single time. It does not matter what number it is. As long as it's four digits, it'll come back to the same number every single time. Okay, let's take a second to talk about our sponsor for today's show, which is HelloFresh. HelloFresh, I've been talking about them for a long time, friends, because they're an awesome company. I personally enjoy HelloFresh meals to the max. I absolutely love HelloFresh meals. And I know I don't typically describe things perfectly at times for you guys because to be honest with you, I usually don't have notes in front of me. I just kind of go with the flow and I say whatever I want to say and whatever I think just comes out of my mouth. And I understand that's not the best thing to do at times. So let me just kind of give you the pre-script as to what is HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that is why it's America's number one meal kit company. I absolutely love HelloFresh and I know you will too. Listen, the holidays are hectic right now. Everybody's gearing up for Thanksgiving, then Christmas, then New Year's, and even shoot, even Valentine's Day can be crazy in February. I'm not much of a holidays guy, but I'm telling you, I will be using HelloFresh during these holidays to make sure that we have good food and we don't got to think about what's going on the grocery list. And how about this? HelloFresh is a can't beat value. Even at full price, it's over 30% cheaper than the grocery store. And with this holiday deal, it's time to try for even less. So let's get down to the business, friend. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part of the HelloFresh ads. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Confessionals14 and use code Confessionals14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Friends, they're adding to it. Listen, we're excited about the free meals, right? First, it was 12 free meals, okay? It used to be Confessionals 12. Now they're doing 14. It's HelloFresh.com slash Confessionals14 and use code Confessionals14 for up to 14 free meals. Not 12, 14 free meals. But wait, there's more. They're also giving you three free gifts with that. They keep on giving. They keep on giving and you keep on receiving. Give and receive, give and receive right there at HelloFresh. 
Go ahead and check it out. HelloFresh.com slash confessionals14 and get yourself 14 free meals when you use code confessionals14. So with that being said, I was just sitting here one night and I began to question, well, what would happen if I put in our current year, 2021? So 369-963 plus 2021 gives us 371984. Uh, so, <laughs> 1984. Yeah. Okay. So the last four digits are 1984. And this stood out to me because of George Orwell's yeah. 1984. But chasing that 11 connection, 1984 is 11 years after I was born. So from 1973 to 1984, it's 11 years. But I began to look at this and I was like, okay, all these numbers are starting with 37. And it's telling me that 1984 was 37 years ago. Whoa. So if we did 1984 plus 37, 2021. So I obviously knew in an instant what I had to do to get um, our current year to show up. And that was to take the number 2058 and add it to 369-963. So I did, and we get 372021. Again, 37 years from 2021 is the year 2058. It's telling you right there at the very beginning, 37. Right. So I was like, hmm, interesting. What, is there anything about 2058? You know, it's hard to research a year that hasn't even happened yet. So I go to the internet and I type in 2058. And strangely, I come across an article written in the year 2000 in The Guardian And the title of the article was Apocalypse 2058. So this French geophysicist whose name I cannot pronounce, so I'm not even going to try, but it's spelled D-I-D-I-E-R. And his last name is S-O-R-N-E-T-T-E. It's pretty well known. He's done a lot of TED Talks on YouTube. But he has discovered that looking at the charts for the Dow Jones Index, something is going to happen in 2058 that causes that chart to spike. Spike so far up that it practically goes off the chart. Something else that he discovered is that the human population is going to spike in 2058. Again, so far off the chart that they actually form what is known as a singularity. So, and I've got portions of that article here. Uh, It says something extraordinary is going to happen 58 years from now. So again, remember this article was, was in 2020, or sorry, in 2000. And it says, how do we know? It's written in the Dow Jones Index. So this geophysicist who splits his time between the universities of California, Los Angeles, and Nice, 
He specializes in analyzing the complex signals that warn of earthquakes or impending crashes in financial markets. He came up with a graph showing that the index's value would climb with some small fluctuations into the future. His specific predictions of its value, he noted happily, also agree with those of the U.S. Federal Reserve economists and senior market analysts. But according to his model, the index's value will abruptly explode in 2058. For no apparent reason, the graph suddenly shoots off the scale. He had a look at the fluctuating signal or another fluctuating signal, the world population statistics. This too, he found, had a shape signaling a abrupt population explosion at a specific point in the future, which is 2058. So both sets of figures forecasted a singularity for the same year. Now, what's interesting is that singularities foreshadow a critical point of fundamental and abrupt disruption to the status quo. Black holes in space are one example. Others include stock market crashes, earthquakes, and catastrophic corruptures in engineering structures. So I began kicking around this idea of what is this telling me? Is something going to happen in 2058? Are all of these cycles that we're seeing through these numbers indicating a repeating pattern, a possible reset of the planet? Now, the reason I say this is because looking at the values that we get or the phrases that bring up these values in Gematria, we get Earth ends. So that's a value of 333. Um, with 1111, we get, uh, let's see. Actually, I think it was in the 369. Yeah. We get Earth end near. The end of the Bible. 963 gives us the event. It seems to be pointing to something going to happen in 2058. So with all that being said, I began to look at the cycle of 37 years. So in 2021, we're in the middle of COVID. 37 years prior to that was 1984 and we were in the middle of the AIDS crisis. 37 years before that, in 1947, was the Panic of 1947, which was a smallpox outbreak in New York. 37 years before that was 1910, and it was the Manchurian Plague. 37 years before that was an epidemic of cholera in 1873. 37 years before that, in 1836, was a typhus outbreak in Philadelphia. It's interesting that all of these are following a pattern of 37 years. Now, what's interesting about these 37 years is when you start reducing the numbers, so starting with 1873, we add 1 plus 8 plus 7 plus 3 is 19. 1 and 9 is 10, and 10 becomes 1. 1910, when you add those together, you get 11. So 1 and 1 equals 2. 1947, when you add that together, you get 21, and 2 and 1 is 3. It's following a pattern of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. 
So again, another repeating pattern. Nine will actually finish out in 2169. But I started asking myself, okay, why is this coming to me now? Why in 2021? Well, if it had come last year, we would have gotten the date of 20, you know, 2057. If it came to me next year, 37 years from next year, we would have gotten 2059. It had to be now in order to tie into 2058. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's making it's making sense. I, I um uh, so I'm looking at this chart here of the dates you had where, you know, Typhus and Philadelphia. I'm in the Philly area, so I'm just like, okay, it's weird. Uh and it, it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So are we looking at wait a second? So in twenty okay, so I see. So in twenty one sixty nine is the the nine, right? Correct. Okay. Uh what's the what makes you think that in twenty fifty eight is the year that the great event will happen and not thirty seven years later? Because this information is coming to be now in twenty twenty one. Okay. So Using that math that I was showing you earlier, when you put in, when you add a four-digit number to 369963, you have to put 2058 in in order for the current year to show up. So again, 369963 plus 2058 gives us the last four digits, 2021. All of this information is coming to me now. That's why it's leading me to this date of 2058. And then finding the connection of this article written about this French you know, geophysicist where right. he says something is going to happen. A singularity is going to take place. What that singularity is, who knows? But these repeating cycles, again, we got the infinity symbol earlier. Um, we saw the 369, 258, 147, and then it repeats. It's, again, it's another repeating cycle. It's showing a cycle. And the same way with these 37-year separations, COVID, AIDS, uh, smallpox, Manchurian plague, cholera, typhus. It's a 37-year cycle. It's showing us a cycle. We are in the middle of a cycle. And 2058 seems to be the end of that cycle. Wow. Yeah. And so, then when you start looking at the values that these phrases give you, so the event, again, end of days, profit, earth end near, it all starts painting a very interesting picture. Now, when it says earth end near, does that mean the earth is going to explode? No, but it means something is going to happen or possibly is going to happen, that is going to change the way we live, the way we look at the world. Uh, it even states right here, change the paradigm gives a value of 369. And the fact that this is all done through simple math. I mean, 
This was just simply adding and multiplying. That's all I've done. And these connections start forming. The more I began to look at this, I began to see patterns taking place. Patterns as in like hieroglyphic type images. Okay. So going back to the first number that we got, 371074. So that's the first number we got when we added 1111 back to 369963. And then adding 369963 to that number gave us 741037. So you draw a line from three or from 37 to 37, 10 to 10, and 74 to 74. You start getting these images. But not only that, let me jump back here just for a second. I'm getting ahead of myself. The 333, the 1111, and the 369963. In my head, I was seeing an image. The 333 was representing a short line. 1111 was representing a slightly longer line. And 369963 was representing a step up. When you reach nine, you plateau, and then you step back down. Okay. With that being said, this is the image that came into my mind. So this is what I meant when I say three, six, nine steps up. It's like a pyramid, a step pyramid. 11, 11 is the longer line. Three, three, three is the shorter line. It seems to represent the pyramid of the sun in Mexico. And if you look at the sections, three, six, nine, 11, 11, three, 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 they match up. The cross pattern that I mentioned with 37, 10, and 74, and connecting those lines to the second number, you get another symbol. This symbol matches up perfectly with the Aztec sunstone in Mexico. So if we move that off to the side, you can see each point on that stone. Now, what I've done here is I'm showing three, 37, 10, and 74. So that was the first number we got when we added 1111 back to 369963. But I put it over to the side as well. Because not only does the number read this way, it reads down, it reads backwards, and it reads up. And it's all the same number. But even the second number that we got, 74, or 74, 10, and 37, it'll read that way as well. So again, it's another symbol for the sun. Looking at the key itself, where you take the last four numbers and then you add the remaining, it seemed to form another symbol. The symbol seems to represent the setting sun. What happens when the sun sets? It goes dark. Looking at the numbers on the calculator, it formed another symbol. So we have 369 going up, 258 going up, 147 going up. It's three arrows pointing up. It's telling us to look up. Something up is going to happen possibly. The Vedic square gave us the cross symbol, which again is another symbol for the sun. So you put all of those in a line and you get something like this. Now this middle symbol here, the three arrows pointing up, 
it could be three arrows because it's it's trying to uh, note the importance of the three arrows, the importance of looking up. But it could also be another hidden symbol of the earth, the third rock from the sun. It's three arrows. It's the number three could be the earth. So again, pointing back to something happening to the earth in 2058. Wow. Yeah. So the image that I'm looking at right now with those symbols, uh, I would be surprised if not a year from now you have that tattooed on your forearm. (laughs) <laughs> well, I do have tattoos, so who knows? I, I may have that. Um, but I began to question, too, why is this coming to me? Like, what am I supposed to do with this information? And is it relevant? I mean, is it does it really mean something's going to happen? Or is all of this coincidence? Seems a little unlikely that it's all coincidence. Well, when you pull up, and I have the Gematria calculator pulled up here, and it's set for Jewish, I want to show you something. I'm going to let you read out what I'm typing, and I want you to tell everyone what the value is when I'm finished typing it. Okay. Okay? Wow. Wow. Okay, so you typed... In the Gematria calculator, the words Garrett King, Garrick, not Garrett, Garrick King decodes the God matrix. And in the Jewish Gematria, it comes out to 1111. And there's a little four underneath that. Because that's the reduction of 1111. Okay. Wow. So Garrett King decodes the God matrix, comes out to 1111. Wow. Remember earlier when I said I'm not a mathematician? I hated math. Yeah. Check this one out. Whoa. All right. So the sentence that you just typed is, in God, Garrick King is the chosen mathematician. And it comes out to 1111. Is that not insane? (laughs) That is insane. I mean, when I, when I figured this out, saw that, I mean, I was like, okay, like, what? That's it makes no trippy. sense. Do I me, mean, do me, me, do me. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, he is typing me. Okay. Tony Merkel, 740. Okay. So look what you reduced to. 11. Dang. <laughs> I reduced to 11. Wow. <laughs> So it's it's these connections. It's finding these connections. And again, just like reading the tarot, you start forming a picture of what's going to take place. Now, this has led me down many different avenues of thought. One, is this a really true indication that we live inside a simulation? Um, because we get such phrases as the architect of the matrix. Um, you know, with with my name, you know, uh, Garrett King decodes the God matrix. You know, it, it's all of this stuff pl- coming into, into play here. Now, I told you earlier that when you keep 
going up with the numbers 1111 when you when you continue adding the 369 i took it all the way up to 18 billion and by doing that you get 1111 and then an additional one so <laughs> this entire phrase gives a value of 11111 and i want you to listen to what the phrase says we are in an artificial matrix. We are slaves. We are being punished. We are being further tested and tried. Like silver, seven times in the fire, the few and refined shall rise. What the heck? All right. And so all of that gives a value. Where did you come one. up with that that phrase? I found it um, on the internet. So this is somebody else's uh, wording. But the fact that it ties in to that same value, and that's the value you get when you keep adding that number all the way up, it'll continue to give you five ones straight across. All the way up to 18 billion and probably beyond that. I figured 18 billion was probably a pretty good number to stop at. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, again, what are the chances of this? This seems to be a little more beyond coincidence. Now, we're talking about the matrix, and I know that sounds odd, screwy, or whatever with the movies, you know, the matrix that are out. You know, that's all about a simulation. There's a fourth movie coming out. But remember earlier when I said my name tied yeah. in with Keanu? That, blow, that blew my mind. Yeah. Well, the reason it ties in with Keanu is... I was born September 2nd, and so was Keanu Reeves. You're kidding. Now, he's in The Matrix. Now, in the first Matrix movie, on his driver's license, it states that he was born in 1962 in the movie. Now, 1962 to 1999, when the movie came out, was 37 years. Unbelievable. Chasing the 37-year cycle. It's unbelievable. So, I know. I mean, <laughs> it sounds, I mean, I, I, trust me, trust me, trust me. I know how all of this sounds. Okay. If people want to call me a whack job, go for it. I know how it sounds. But when you start finding these connections like this, it's kind of hard to ignore. And the simple fact that, you know, again, in 2009, I see 333 for practically an entire year. It was ensuring that I would never ever forget that number. And then it starts in 2014 with 1111, and it's been consistent. Now, I may not see it every day, but I will see it at least every other day, and sometimes multiple times in one day. And again, it's ensuring that I never forget that number. It took me 12 years to get to this idea and I don't even know where the idea came from. <laughs> you know, it's, it has to be coming channeling from someplace else. I don't know. But 12 years to get this calculation, this math to start coming out. That's why I'm saying it had to happen in 2021 in order to point to 2058. It's giving us 37-year warning or 37-year time frame to prepare. Wow. Wow. I'll be 73. I'll be in my 80s. <laughs> so if I even live that long, 
Yeah, I don't plan on living to 73. I've had a hard life. (laughs) uh, Man. Okay, so you have this date, 2058. What, in your gut, your imagination, what, whatever, just pure speculation, what do you believe that year holds for humanity? I believe it, there's going to be a a reset. Um, I call it a reset. We've had resets on this planet before. Noah's flood is one. Um, you know, look looking back at at um, you know the ancient Egyptians or the Mayans, we have ideas on how they built the pyramids. Okay, we have these theories, but. I've never once seen anyone take their theory and reproduce it accurately. So if you can't do that, your theory doesn't hold any water. So where did that knowledge go? There had to have been a reset and that knowledge was lost. So these resets that take place, it's it's like, oh boy. I think we might have talked about this um, the other night. But it also seems to be pointing to, with this 37-year cycle and COVID, AIDS, cholera, all of these different things, is it suggesting that mankind is a virus and we are taking over our host, which is the planet? Because Already, we're talking about the the date twenty fifty eight, and um, and that article where he states that the human population increases. So, with that being said, I want to show you this next thing. Twenty fifty eight. I went to Google and I typed in how many billion people live on the Earth. The response is 7.8 billion people with the world population at 7.8 billion people as of March 2020 and typical projections of population growth, Earth will be in a state of human overpopulation by 2050 or sooner. Now, it says 2050 or sooner. Well, 2058, it's only eight years difference. So that we're in the same time frame. But... I want to show you these gematria phrases that give us the value of 2058. And one of them is Earth can't sustain 7 billion people. What? Yes. Wow. Also, the many deadly diseases of the apocalypse. A breakaway society and revelations become evident also give a value of 2058. Whoa. And you were, so, talking, you were talking just a second ago about how, you know, I, I don't, I can't remember. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, it, either you believe or you're suggesting that mankind is the virus in 2058 and the many deadly diseases of the apocalypse. Well, if we're at 7.8 billion now, that's a lot of little, many deadly viruses of the apocalypse there. Oh yeah. Running around already. So we're at 7.8 billion now. Now, I was talking to someone the other day and they're like, oh, I don't know if I believe that. 
I think the earth can sustain more people than that. And sure, that may be true. But just because we have free space or free land does not mean you should put somebody in every square foot of land because what's going to happen? You're going to have no place to grow crops, nothing. Now, you know, that, that's a huge exaggeration of, of this idea, but it's true. You know, if you had a, um, I think it's an, yeah, right here. So I just wanted to know how many people could you pack into one acre of land? Well, if you packed them in, you could put 34,848 people into one acre. But that's packed in. There's no room for anything else. How would you grow crops? How would you, how would you sleep standing up? You know, there's no room for you to even sit down. So even though we may have the land space, it doesn't mean we should destroy nature in order to make room for more of us. And looking at the Georgia Guidestones, we mentioned this the other night. It states on there to maintain a population of what was it, 500 million? Yeah. And what does it say at the very end of the one stone? It says, do not be a cancer on the earth. And that's what I'm saying. Is this pointing to us? Is this telling us we need to back off? We need to slow down. We're already destroying our planet with the, the you know, emissions that we're putting off into the air. Uh, we're seeing global warming becoming a huge thing now. And what does a virus do? It attacks its host. It takes over. And could this literally be a natural instinct of the universe to say, whoa, I'm going to step in and destroy the virus? I'm not saying that that's what is going to happen. I'm just saying that's an idea. I got another thought to really throw people's brains for loops. Not saying I believe this. I'm just saying because I thought of it. People, especially there's, there's plenty of people that are around me online and stuff that follow me are not happy with the way the world is being run right now. And they suggest the Georgia Guidestones is not just an art piece and they suggest that the elites of the world follow the Georgia Guidestones. And they suggest that certain unnamed people, people know who I'm talking about, but I won't mention them, uh, do things with vaccinations on purpose to depopulate the earth. What if the world elites have already cracked this code and they are doing what we suggest? or that some people would suggest, but they're doing it so that they can prevent 2058. That's exactly the thought that I had. Holy crap. That's Holy. exactly the thought that I had because <laughs> look at how many people died during the AIDS crisis in the 80s. Look how many people have died with COVID. Are they trying to keep the number at a certain point in, a, in an attempt to prevent this from happening? Jeez. And the fact that, you know, even the, the movie, The Matrix, those, those little tiny connections seems to pinpoint that maybe somebody already knows this. You know, and, and speaking through 
code, speaking through numbers is an ancient art. It's been done for millennia. And I was talking to my brother the other day and we were talking about, um, because I had, you know, my mom, she's getting up there in years and she's kind of trying to refine her place in life. Um, You know, she's kind of looking more into religion again, but then there's certain things that, you know, are said in her church that she doesn't believe. And, you know, and I, I said to her one day, I was like, why is it that if God wanted to say something to us that he just doesn't come and tell us himself? Like, why does he have to say it through a man who is just as fallible as everybody else? You know, this this man who is preaching the word of God could be going home and looking at child porn on his computer. You don't know. And how many stories have we heard of things just like that? You know, if if this being really wanted to speak to us, why not just speak to us on, you know, by himself or herself? And my brother said, think of the mind of a being like that. Everything it knows, everything that it's capable of doing, would you even be able to comprehend what it's saying? And I said, probably not. But maybe that's why it's choosing to do it through this method. Numbers. Numbers, it's a universal language. You know, two on Earth is going to be the number two on the moon, on Jupiter. It doesn't matter. You know, you have two rocks, you have two rocks. So numbers are a way of the universe speaking to us. We just have to open our eyes. And it even states so. Only the chosen can see. Those who choose to see and and realize that we're being spoken to, all these people all over the earth that are seeing the number 1111 or 333, but they've not made the connection yet. And maybe this will help. I don't know. You know, and I still sit here in doubt of all of this because it's just too strange. All of it is so strange. But it keeps popping up. It's like it won't let itself go. And I can't let it go. And literally, like I said, I was at a point where, you know, like I was just digging and digging and digging and digging and trying to find the connections. And then all of a sudden, it just started pouring in from someplace. And this is where it's led me. I'm... I'm 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 next to speechless. <laughs> I mean, uh, I want to I want to do some some things here with you. Sure. If you have that calculator handy again that you used to, uh, to the Gematria one. Yeah, the one that or... the one that you were using to type in like your name. Yeah, that one. Okay. Can you type in the words "the Great Reset"? Okay. Five eighty six. So Five eighty six. What about? Um, New World Order. I'm just trying. I'm trying to see what's what's what here. Uh, Twenty two eighteen reduces okay. to four. So, I would be interested in playing. Is this a website that you're on? Yeah, it's uh, gematrianator.com. Gematrianator.com. 
uh, I would be interested in playing around with this to see what different combinations I could get because my the you you said it further back into this, this episode and you didn't say the words or you didn't you didn't say the phrase great reset but you you suggested that there was going to be some kind of great resetting of us in 2058 and then I just started thinking about what the theory that I just threw out like five minutes ago and I'm I started thinking man wouldn't it be crazy if the great reset came out to 2058 or something like that and that's why <laughs> the actual value yeah and that's why I was like you know checking it out but um th- this is really fascinating man it really I, is I mean I do, I, th- I do think it's very telling when you get um the phrase earth can't sustain 7 billion people and it gives you a value of 2058 and it's that's the year we're talking about and again like what are the chances of that being coincidence like all of this is is too coincidental all of it and it's just like chasing one connection right after another all these synchronicities everything falling into place it's it's crazy like i'm looking at it right here Earth can't sustain 7 billion people. That phrase comes out to 2058. And then on Google, it says that over uh, the state of human of, was it? Earth will be in a state of human overpopulation by 2050. And then eight years later, it's like the plug gets pulled. Yeah. Man. You know, and you, look at our, look at our universe. I mean, just the way our universe works is, I mean, even our bodies, even us, the universe, everything works just like a computer. You know, we we go to bed at night, so we're 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 turning off. We wake up in the morning, we're we're turning back on. Our brains are processors and memory, just like a computer. The entire universe works in a cycle. That's what these numbers are showing: are cycles, repeating patterns, and that's exactly what the universe is: is a re- repeating pattern, a cycle, over and over and over. And, you know, is it possible that whoever the universe, I'm just going to say the universe is saying, okay, if I don't do something now, then, you know, things are going to get much, much worse. So let's reset. Let's get things back to a certain way. That, and that's scary. You know, because in, in all of these references to the sun, okay, what about the possibility of a solar flare going past the earth and just like getting rid of our, our power grid? Imagine what would happen. Imagine the state of panic. Most grocery stores do not have more than three days worth of food in a grocery store. We've already seen the issue with toilet paper you know last year yeah. how people freaked out we're seeing we're seeing this year the the toilet paper shortage of last year is is nothing compared to what we're starting to see right now i mean my my wife can't get shoes for our kids because they're all out of stock online and and it's like uh, check back in november you know maybe 1111 they'll have it in stock i don't know yeah yeah i mean all of these things it's it's I mean, I know that some people are, are are survivors. Like you know, they they're set 
my brother thinks that he's one of them. <laughs> you know, if something was to happen, he could he could live in the wilderness for a very long time. And that may be true. But at some point, we've been so used to our, our modern comfort, comfort that when all that's taken away, at some point, it's going to play with your psyche. And it's going to make you miserable. It's going to drive you nuts. And if you have no electricity, there's going to be no running water. I mean, just think of how people are going to react. If the solar flare doesn't end up killing us all in the process. Now, I was doing a spirit communication um, with a spirit who named himself Eoch. And I know it sounds very close to Enoch, but when I listened to the, the recording and, and him stating his name, it sounds very much like he is saying Eoch. Some of the things he said during this recording were get your home underground or put your home underground. I also asked him if he could tell me why I keep seeing 1111. And he told me, you can't ask that, friend. I also did a communication with my father in which I asked the same thing. Can you tell me why I keep seeing 1111? Two other voices stepped in and one said, you can't answer that. And the other one said, you can't tell him. And then the last thing I heard was, I can't say. And that was it. And from that moment forward, I have been unable to connect with my father at all. So I don't know if, you know, this information is coming from somewhere on that side and it's, you know, detrimental that I find out this information on my own without being told in order for it to show how important it is. I don't know. But all of this is, is again, and I keep saying it, it's too coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how are you hearing these entities? Um, you're talking about like EOC? Yeah, like, like you, you hear them say, you know, you can't answer that. Are, are you, is it audible? Is it, are you in like some kind of like state of mind or what? No, it's, it's using it like a spirit app. Um, so I, I, I've used Deadwave. I've used uh, EVP Shifter. And I know a lot of people don't like those apps. But one of the things that I was doing when I was testing them was making sure that all connections to the internet, um, Bluetooth, you know, wireless, everything was completely turned off so that I could know for sure that I wasn't receiving some sort of communication from the creators of the app, you know, like coming through the network somehow. And so everything was turned off. And I would record, I have a Zoom H6 uh, recorder. I would hook it up so that my voice was recording to one track and then the spirit voice was recording to another track. And I did that so that when I'm talking, sometimes, you know, voices will come in. I didn't want to, I wanted to be able to separate them so I could listen to them, you know, by themselves. And I had some really weird conversation with my dad before the the communication stopped. Um, I asked him, 
if he could tell me where they were or where he was. And he said that we are by the sea. Um, I said, can you tell me what you do there? And he said, we build. And I said, okay, well, what do you build? And he said, spaceship hull. And in the recording, you can hear me go, uh, dad, did you just say spaceship? <laughs> and he goes, possibly. Like he's, like he's playing with me. And during this recording, there was a voice that came in that I didn't catch the first time I, I listened to it. And it came in while I was talking. But the fact that, again, that I recorded among two, two separate tracks, I was able to isolate that voice. And that voice came through and just like straight up out of the X-Files, it said, we are not alone. And I was like, whoa. Hold on a second. It, so so uh, you were talking to your dad at that point? Yep. And he said that? I don't know if it was him or or who. It's just a voice comes through. Like, it doesn't sound like my dad because it's using... These apps are using, um, like, voice sounds. So, like, certain, you know, like, ch, buh, you know, all that type of stuff. And it, it, it's recorded separately. And then the spirits are supposed to be able to put that together in order to form phrases or sentences. And... You know, at first, I wasn't sure if I was really communicating with my dad. So I started asking control questions. You know, can you tell me your father's name? He accurately told me Alvis. That is his dad's name. I said, can you tell me your your mother's name? He whispered Juanita. Um, that was accurate. Um, I asked him if he could. Uh, I wrote a number down on a piece of paper and said, can you tell me what number I wrote down? And he said, 10. And I said, no, it's not 10. And then he said, 12. And I literally said, I don't want you to guess. I want you to look at this number and tell me what it is. The number was, I think, 31. And you could hear this voice come in and it said, look. And then right after that, you hear 31. The exact same number I had written down. So... Again, it was just these control questions trying to prove to myself that it was indeed my father that I was speaking to. And I felt like he answered enough questions. He said enough things. My middle name is Todd. During his recordings, he referred to me as Todd. That's what he always called me. Um, So again, that just really made me believe that it was him that I was speaking to. And so somebody else said, or some, some, but somebody said, we're not alone. Do you think that was referring to presently in the moment or as in like, we're not alone in the universe? It's hard to say. I mean, when he's talking about building spaceships (laughs) and then you get, you know, we're not alone. You know, when he said that we are by the sea. um, I'll tell you that, that, that right there made my ears perk. Because how many times do we see and hear of people seeing UFOs going in and out of the ocean, in and out of seas, in and out of water? I have pictures of one coming out of the water. And it's like, so are these things being built down there? Uh, you know? Well, and, and another thought, you know, is we also refer to space as a sea of stars. So... Yeah, I mean, it could be 
looked at, you know, several different ways. Man. There's so much here. There's so yep. much here. I think yep. uh, as you unpack things, if you have more revelations and stuff, I, we need a, to do this again because this was mind-bending. I have my own homework to do now with with my own theories as to maybe the bad guys think they're the good guys, but they're really the bad guys <laughs> and, and all that. Like I just, my, my, my brain has been twisted a lot. So uh, thanks for that, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot to unpack here. And, you know, something new reveals itself every week. Those, those phrases that I, I, you know, typed in and had you read off, you know, Garrett King decodes the God matrix. I just found that out two days ago, literally. It was like two days ago, you sent me the phrase that involves me, wasn't it? With, yes. That came out as 1111. Yeah. Aye. And that's, that's the, that's, the, that's the kind of a, a tie in here because my friends who I have talked to about this, and it seems like anyone I start talking to about this starts seeing the number 1111. It starts coming up in their own life. I, in all sincerity, I hope it does for me because we'll see. Uh, we'll see. It, it, I find this very fascinating. Very fascinating. Um, wow. Well, you know what? On that note, we're going to make a transition to cool. the overtime where we do voice, uh, reverse voice speech. Uh, we are going to get into the thick of it. We're going to be talking about, you know, elite type people in, in, in the overtime. And, um, you know, I, I'll be definitely a little bit more unfiltered in that section, uh, because that will be for members only. But Garrick, before we get out of here and we move into the overtime, and then we, after that, record uh, a whole other episode for the members with your IG and your um, scrying, uh, let people know where they can find you again, maybe where they can find your IG and things like that. So on Instagram, it is uh, at I period T period C period underscore photography. And you'll see all of my instrumental transcommunication images that I take there. And you can message me. You can comment if you want. I'm open to talk to anyone. I appreciate it, man. And I might be wrong. I talked to a lot of people. Uh, did you say to me the other day that you had a podcast at one time? Yes, I actually was doing a kind of several. Um, <laughs> I was doing one called Bowie Reversed. I'm a huge David Bowie fan. So I started out just reversing his music and uh, finding the most bizarre stuff in, in his music. Um, tons and tons of reversals that just simply cannot be backmasking. Um, and then, you know, I, I kind of realized that at a certain point, I'm going to run out of material and I need to branch off. So I started doing just reverse speech on... Um, actually, I started off with doing Ricky Dearman of the Hampstead case out of the UK. Um, well, I didn't start with him, actually. I started, I think, with George Bush. And can't remember who else. But Ricky Dearman was the one that actually got my podcast deleted. Um, so I revealed the information with that case proving as far as I was concerned, that those children were telling the truth. Um, Before I was actually... Tell, tell the people just real briefly what the Hampstead case is in case they don't know. 
So the Hampstead case is this case out of the UK where these two children came forward and said that their father was um, involved in a satanic cult where they were killing babies and drinking their blood, um, that he was forcing them to do it, uh, that they they said that you know he would take his hand and place it on top of theirs while they held the knife and would actually you know force them to cut these children or these babies heads off very graphic stuff um there was sexual abuse going on but they started naming not only their father but people in their school uh, that were involved teachers um just tons of people and so this actually was a pretty huge case, but through some sort of manipulation, the courts decided or ruled that the mother and the mother's boyfriend uh, coaxed the children into saying all of this stuff. Now, these children were like, I think, eight and nine or nine and 10 years old at the time. There is no possible way, as far as I'm concerned, that these children at that age would be able to remember a script to that magnitude. I agree. I agree. And uh, that's one of the biggest things that I have for me, um, and just in my own gut personal opinion, uh, gave the, my belief side to the kids because of mm-hmm. that reason. Um, so you are doing reverse speech on that, uh, that whole case, and you started discovering things and you actually got in touch with who from the, that case? Uh, the the mother's boyfriend. So so the mother's boyfriend, who's a big character in this story, who is accused of manipulating the kids and all that stuff. You got in touch with him, started sharing this information, and that's when your podcast got deleted. Yes. What yes. was he doing with the information that got back to you? He was just, I would send him some of the reversals that I found and he would listen to him and he was just like, whoa, you know, this is, this is too accurate. There were names that came up um, that didn't show in any of the court documents. And he was able to verify that, yes, this is the name of the, of this particular police officer, or this is the name of so-and-so, or this is so-and-so's actual middle name, or this is someone's nickname. It was just to, I mean, he was able to verify so much. We're going to, we're going to get into this in the overtime. Um, because I, I got so many things to say on, <laughs> on this, but, um, so the, the speech reversal is something that I have given over the years, a lot more credibility to the more I've heard it, not looking into it. I don't research it. I've never tried it. But just hearing people talk about it, the more I'm just like, yeah, it seems like there's something to it. And when your podcast gets deleted because of sensitive stuff, because that's a very sensitive case. I've talked about it on my show and I've had people who were, to be honest with you, I think that I I had somebody in my memberships that was almost like a plant. And my interaction with this person after I talked about it or when one of my guests talked about it was very suspicious. It's a very sensitive topic. And it's because of what the, I think it's more of what's being accused and less of the ones being accused of what's happening. And, and so we're going to get into all of it in the overtime. And then the members show will do the, uh, the, the scrying. I I can't wait, but, um, go ahead. One interesting thing with, with my podcast getting deleted, um, 
it was not Potbean who deleted the account. Interesting. Someone was able to go through, hack into my account. Wow. And delete every episode that I had. Wow. So, so you still had your account, just your episodes disappeared. Just disappeared. Gone. <laughs> Whoa. Now, unfortunately, because you asked me the other day if I could see if I could find those um, reversals, and they appear to be gone. No way. Yep. Now, the, the videos in which I took them from are still available online. So I can go back and, and re record them and extract the reversals out of them. Uh, it's just going to take a little bit of time. So maybe we can do a show just specifically on that case yes. at some point later on. Uh, I do have other reversals, but I have no idea where those. I I didn't delete them, and these were these were on a uh, a separate um, hard drive, and they're gone. Wow. So either someone was able to go through my computer and access everything and delete my account and all my files. That's the only thing I can think of. Do you think somebody physically was in your home, or do you think they did it remotely? <sighs> It could be remotely, um, but there's been a couple of times that I, I'm a stickler about locking the doors at night. And there have been a couple of times where we've gotten up the next day and our doors are unlocked. You know, I recently had an issue like that myself. <laughs> so, uh, man, man, it makes you scratch your head. Yeah. Uh, Garrick. Let's uh let's let's end this one and get into the overtime, brother. Cool. Sounds good. Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please share the show with your friends. I don't care where or how you share the show. Just share the show if you enjoyed it, because that's the best thing you could do to help the show grow. Friends, listen up here. I need you once again to go to Garrick's YouTube channel, 1111 Matrix Code. The link is in the description below. You don't got to do anything but hit the link. Hit that link and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Hit the alarm bell button so you're always notified when he comes out with a brand new update with his Dramantria numbers. Again, that YouTube channel is 1111 Matrix Code. Go ahead to YouTube right now and hit subscribe because your mind's going to get blown every time he uploads. I guarantee it because you guys love this episode. I know you did. So <laughs> just go over to YouTube and hit subscribe to his YouTube channel, 1111 Matrix Code. And before we get out of here, I want to let you know today's outro song is brought to you by Joel Thomas from Van Tesla. That's Joel Thomas from Van Tesla. And the song is called PSYOP. Now, you guys know Joel because he does the music for us a lot. So he came out with the Bigfoot song that him and I collaborated on. That's the outro song that we play on this show quite often. He's known for rapping. He's known for singing. How about rock music? Well, he's known for that now, too. And you're going to hear that on this coming up outro song called PSYOP. I know you're going to love it. The links are in the description below for Joel's content as well. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram. All the links are right there in the description. Go ahead and hit subscribe on all platforms that have Joel Thomas on them so you don't miss any more of his awesome music. Rock, singing, rapping. What else can he do? Maybe some techno dance. I don't know. But we're going to find out. All right, guys. Until next week, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Let's go to the overtime. Do I live in a glass 
you see. 